All right, welcome into the podcast, That's Your Opinion. Today we're talking about Lady Bird, and as you can see, we had a lot of thoughts about it, because this episode is in two parts. Um, yep, that's all the intro I'm going to give, so just enjoy the show. Wait, so what did you guys uh, think of the movie? Uh, well, do we want to start with the synopsis, and then we'll jump into thoughts? Should we all sure. say the synopsis at the same time? I mean, it didn't really work last time, but sure, we could try it. I think that we took turns doing it. I think we should all do it at the same time. Well, I think that'd be confusing for the listeners. Who's listening to this? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody might in the future. All right. Passive income, man. Go start somewhere. All right. Okay. So on the count of three, we all say what the synopsis was. Okay. Ready? One, One two, two. Three. 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 All right. So the movie opens up movie with the daughter and the mother playing. Okay. You guys got to stop. You got to stop. And so the daughter and the mother are listening to the Grapes of Wrath, right? Yes. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, do a sentence each. Oh, yeah. That could be all right. Let's try that. Or just one word each. No, let's go for a sentence. <laughs> They'll take forever. Right. Okay. You start, Nick. It's 1945. <laughs> okay, I'm ready for my sentence. It's definitely right, 2002. not. 2002. <laughs> I couldn't tell what year it was. They said it in the movie, it's 2002. I don't know. They were talking about 9-11, so. Well, yeah, I think that was sort of a, a cultural anchor point for the, for the film's time period. I'm not sure why they chose to put that in there. I think it was just a way just to kind of communicate the date as well. Yeah. Well, let's, I think could, let's, let's not stray too far from the synopsis, all right? Let's let's nail that down, and then we can get into our, our general thoughts. Okay. Okay. Does someone actually want to do the synopsis, or do you want me to jump in? I thought we were doing one sentence. I mean, that we was what we were doing. Then the movie started in 1945, and it got <laughs> off track pretty quickly after that. Yeah, that's true. All right. Okay, so the movie is about a 17-year-old girl named Christine McDuffrey, who goes by Lady Bird. She's 17 years old in Sacramento. Okay. That was my sentence. I thought you were just going to do the whole thing. I thought we were doing sentences. Uh, all right, so I guess what happens... I mean, the movie is just about her coming of age in high school, basically, and what that means for her. Right, while looking at the uh, familial relationships centered around her, um, and also the beginning of her first year at college. Yes. Yes, there's a heavy emphasis on the mother-daughter relationship, which I thought was really good. I, I think it touches on a lot of different relationships. I think yeah, that was yeah. Like, it, I think that was the main focus, mother-daughter. I, I don't think I got that same experience. Really? really? What did you think it was? No, I mean, no, no. I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I think there definitely was emphasis on that relationship. But for me, at least, there were a lot of other things going on in that movie. Like, like a lot. And that was one of the drawbacks to that movie. There, there was too much going on. 
Hmm. But I think that it, it was a little bit scatterbrained, but I think it dealt with a lot of subjects that you go through when you're 17 years old and a really, uh, it was, yeah, they did it really well, I think. Okay, what it, so let's do that thing again. Um, we're one, two, three, we'll give our, our rating of the film out of 10. Out of 10. Yeah, not negative, negative 10, 10. Just, just well, zero, zero to 10. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> okay. How about a letter grade? No. All right. <laughs> How about you, I, okay. Yeah? No, no, no. Yeah, out of 10. Let's let's do that then. All right, out of 10. You ready? Wait, what? Hold on one second. Is five uh, like average or seven a C and that's average? Uh, five would be average. Okay. Five right. so would be average. Negative, negative 10 to 10 is whatever. All right. So, all right. Zero to 10. Ready? One, two, three, eight. Four. Eight point. Below eight. average. Yeah. Below average, Tim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. I'm not, I'm not surprised by that answer. Really? Well, Tim would give it a below average? Yeah. Well, no, I guess I am a little surprised, but I'm not, it's not unexpected why do you say that Be- because the last movie we talked about three ebbings uh, or three billboards <laughs> no, it was three um, yeah it seemed like your your biggest issue with that movie was the lack of uh character change throughout the film and i feel like this this movie had the same thing where there wasn't a whole bunch of growth by anybody that's not true. I think that's a fair... Yeah, I, okay. I see where you're coming from with that. Oh, what? You said they don't change throughout the movie? Uh, you know, I think that's a topic for discussion. Yeah, I mean, let's just jump right in. All right. So, Chris, do you think that Lady Bird and her mother changed at the end of the movie? Um, slightly, yes. But Tim? I think that's what made... Oh, yeah. Well, I think Chris had more to say there. Well, no, I was just gonna say I think that's what that's that's what made the movie good though. How it wasn't this giant giant change. I felt like it was it was subtle. You think it was like more of a, like a realistic change versus like a yes, a cinematic change. Yes, yes, I do. Um, I think Chris kind of hit the nail on the head there. I, I think you know, looking at it now, I, I don't think there really was. I think there was a lot of like uh, sort of natural growth and realization of relationships. Um, I think Chris said, you know, it was very imperceptible change, I think. And I don't even, and like, but the change wasn't spurred by any sort of actual relationship between the mother and daughter, right? The only reason that we see Lady Bird changes all, change at all is because her dad gave her those letters. If she hadn't gotten those letters, nothing would have changed. Right, exactly. And her mom didn't even give her those letters. So her mom didn't even attempt to sort of salvage their relationship. Hmm. Well, she obviously had some feelings about it, that's for sure, or else she didn't write the letters. Right, but she couldn't change enough to actually tell her daughter how she felt. Yeah, yeah that's true. That is true. I think that's a more realistic depiction of how relationships work. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, that happens all the time in real life. That people don't tell each other how they really feel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just look at your relationship with mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get into this. Yeah, All right, this, that's what I'm thinking of the entire movie. Shut, shut your mouth. Shut up. What? 
That's what I was thinking of the entire movie. I mean, like... Oh, that's, that's so interesting. Actually, uh, actually, I, I felt like Tim was Ladybird. That actually is a good observation. <laughs> Mom. Mom. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. There's listen. It, the relationship with mom has not always been perfect, right? Well, I don't think anyone. I, you know, I think that's true. Of everyone and all their mothers. Right, but uh, you know, yours was especially caustic. <laughs> I guess that's fair. We're fine now, though. Yes, exactly. And was there some big change that happened over the? Was yeah, or was there just like? Uh... Actually, actually, you know what it was. What? It was the junior retreat. Where everybody writes a letter. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So that's why you didn't like the movie. I could see why now. Because <laughs> you had this big Hollywood type experience in real life. And the movie comes along, it's fucking shit. <laughs> I didn't realize. Mom write you a letter? Yeah, yeah. All right. So for the people listening out there, which is yeah. nobody. Sure. The junior retreat is. Uh, All right. Well, what if there's like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, go, go, go. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so the junior retreat is this big emotional experience where you get letters written to you by people in your life, sometimes family members, sometimes uh, friends, teachers, acquaintances. Mm-hmm. And so you sit in a room in silence and you read these letters written to you by these people. And it's really a, a, an emotional experience. Oh, yeah. So that's what the junior retreat is. And you're saying mom wrote you a letter? Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah I, I never got one from mom. What? That's, what? No, well, maybe, she wrote me. maybe she thought you were fine. I don't know. She wrote me a letter. Yeah. I think okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's messed up. What I didn't get a letter from was Tim. I definitely wrote someone a letter. Maybe it was Chris. You didn't write Nick a letter? I mean, yeah, come on. No, you have to be asked to do that. You don't just do it of your own volition. If I didn't do it, probably because no one asked me. No, you actually wrote I... me a letter. It was read out loud. What? <laughs> yeah, your letter was read out loud. You went to the group? What? It was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did they yeah. like it? It was fucking boring. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It probably was. It was like uh, almost ten. That was over ten years ago at this point. So wasn't wasn't a great writer back then. I, I I mean like that whole experience where everyone has to sit and read or listen mm-hmm. to letters like that. That was the most boring part of that trip. Well, you know, I think everyone takes something away from it, and maybe you shouldn't take anything away from that experience. Listen, that, the thing was, none of those letters were written to me except one. <laughs> you know, I'm worried we're getting too far from the movie at this point. Yeah, we got sidetracked for sure. Yeah, but that was an interesting parallel. Like, when the movie started, I was like, oh, they're at Catholic school. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And they were, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. For, for, uh, for, no. for the listeners out there, we, we, all, we all attended Catholic high school. Yeah, also, we... Yeah, okay, never mind. What? Nothing, 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 nothing. Um, um, yeah. Well, I guess um, changing gears, but we can come back to this topic. Um, what I thought, what I liked was the the opening of the movie, or the second scene of the opening of the movie, when they listen to the Grapes of Wrath, and then it ends, and then... Um, Ladybird goes to put some music on, and the mom is like, 
no, 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 let's just sit with this. Let's just sit with this. And then, like, you know, whatever happens after that happens. Again, uh, she jumps out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was – I mean, so I took that and um, kind of tried to apply it in a different context, meaning when the movie ended, um, I immediately looked around to see if anybody – or who pulls out their phone and immediately goes into checking their phone and doing whatever on their phone. I thought that was kind of funny because uh, nobody nobody just sat with the movie after it ended, you know? It, it ended and then immediately people are like, on to the next thing. I just, I don't I don't know if the director was trying to do that or what, but mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was kind of a fun parallel to make. Yeah, it's an interesting commentary. What's interesting is at the end of the movie, Lady Bird pulls out her phone. To call her mom. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, that's true. Because I pulled out my phone. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely did. Well, I didn't pull out my phone, but I definitely, uh, I, like, up and left, like, almost immediately because I was just really bored. Really? Yeah. Really bored? Like, did you, were you emotional at all? Did you, did you tear up? Did I don't, you, you know, I, maybe, Maybe under different circumstances, I would have enjoyed it more. I, I went last night, and I'll admit, I was a little tired going in. Maybe I just didn't really connect with it. But, yeah, I, I, there was no, I just didn't really like this movie that much. It was just, I found myself, like, definitely in the middle of it being like, God, how much like how much longer is this movie? Um, mm. I, had, I had a thought about just leaving, to be honest. Wow. Really, you walked out. I almost did. That's a wow. big statement. I mean, not that I, not that I didn't like it, just that it wasn't entertaining. I, I just didn't. Nothing was really resonating with me. Yeah, there's no aliens having sex with robots or. <laughs> yeah, because that's normally what I like to do. <laughs> I like to watch on screen. Well, I mean, like, what's the best movie you've seen in the past two years? Well, Arrival, obviously. <laughs> but none of the aliens have sex that we know of. Be Arrival. The, being the sequel, hopefully. There's not gonna be a sequel. There might be. There's room for one. No, there's. Um, I've already written it. I mean, I I agree. I mean, I went to that movie really wanting to have an emotional connection. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to just sit in a theater and just cry and just be like, "Wow, this is so touching and beautiful." Um, and I think this movie had the potential to do so, but there were two two issues with that for me the first is that it's hard for me to relate to a relationship between a daughter and a mother i feel like that yeah. for the most part is is a special thing and it's different than a mother-son relationship or a father-son relationship um you know like when lady bird is talking to her mom about you know like when to have sex like that that's a conversation I've never had. So I, that's just like one example of how, that, you know, this was new territory for me as opposed mm-hmm. to me saying, oh, yes, I can so much relate to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other problem was is that um, I really like how it, it didn't just go through the high school year. It went to like that first college semester. I thought that was a, a good approach to this. But it, it also, I feel like it, it messed up the pacing of the movie. And if the director had just let things linger and sit a little bit longer as opposed to cutting and jumping to the next scene, um, it, I would have I would have had the time to, to like 
you know, feel a bit deeper about what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with your second point there. Actually, both your points, but yeah, your second point one stands out to me. That I do feel like this was one of those movies, and this seems to be like a, a trend in Hollywood for some reason, where like there's not enough time to actually soak something in. It's just always on to the next thing. Like yeah. a lot of those math class scenes, I felt like kind of just came out of nowhere, and nothing and, and like nothing ended up happening with those ultimately. Well, I think there are a lot of those scenes in the movie, like the one with the priest when he's with the uh, mom at the psychiatrist or the psych hospital. Yeah. And then there was also some there were some weird scenes in there that weren't like absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. At least they didn't feel absolutely necessary, except maybe to uh, reveal some sort of thing about a character, saying like, uh, I don't know, like the scene where the kid comes out as gay to Ladybird. Mm. In the back of the store, she's yeah. hugging him. Yeah, and I think. Like, yeah, sorry, keep going. I think that it's to build up that character, like, oh, you know, they do some shitty things sometimes. But they also are very caring individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I, but I kind of like that too because I think that's, I mean, that's how people are. It's like that that other kid that she dated, the one who's in the band and was like, yeah. and yeah. yeah, we just buy tracking devices ourselves. Um, <laughs> he, I, you know, I liked how he just wasn't like this. I mean, he wasn't just like a complete dick. Like, I'm glad yeah. that when she's like, hey, can you can you drive me to my friend's house? He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. As opposed to being like getting upset about that. Uh, and yeah, I feel like it, so many movies would have just tried to be like, you know, this is the an, an, uh, antagonist in this movie, you know? Yeah. I, I thought she was going to jump out of the car in that scene. I thought it was going to be a, a callback <laughs> to the beginning of the movie. That'd be, That'd be pretty funny. fun. She broke her other arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. but I think all the characters were like that. They weren't one-dimensional characters at all. Like the, yeah. the mean girl, the, the popular girl. Like she, she was upset with Ladybird when she found out that it wasn't her real house. But she wasn't upset with the fact that her house was small and uh, like mm-hmm. middle class. She was angry at the fact that like, all right, she lied to me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and she she didn't really even seem to care about the house that much. Well, I think their friendship kind of suffered because of that, though. Right, because Lady Bird lied. That's yeah. Not I mean... because her house was shitty, but because. Oh. What. Oh, sorry. I'm at a park and a girl just got kicked in the face, but <laughs> she's crying. Well, are we going to see it on AFV later? No. Dang. Is there someone to funny. What? Yeah, yeah, her dad. Her dad is there. Oh. Did he kick her in the face? <laughs> no, no, no. It was her sibling. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'd mentioned this to Nick earlier, but if I have to watch another fucking movie with Lucas... Was Hedges Bridges? If I have to watch another movie with him in it, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out of the next one. I do not like him. I think he's a terrible actor. I think, I think, I think he did better in this movie than in Three Billboards. Well, because he wasn't in the movie that much. Yeah, that's probably why I did better. No, I think uh, yeah. he did better in Three Billboards, to be honest. What? I think he's yeah. I, both I, of them. Did you guys ever see Manchester by the Sea? Yeah, I watched no, it I recently. It, it was really good. He did really well in that too. He's terrible in that. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's the worst. He's no. not good. I do not I see that, it. I do not I see it. He's going to like his dumb fucking face. You know, he does have a dumb fucking face, that's for sure, but I just think he's also a terrible actor. 
Uh, I think that you could do a lot worse than Lucas had. Just I think you'd do a lot better too, though. I don't know. There were none of the. Oh, by the way, um, the you know the fat friend. Yeah. That is uh, Jonah Hill's sister. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. I liked her. Yeah, I thought funny. she did good. I thought she did. She did really well. I thought she yeah. was the worst part of the movie. <laughs> oh. oh man. All right. Her acting wasn't good. I thought she yeah. did fine. Yeah. Here's the other thing about the movie that I liked. It dealt with things that had already been dealt with before in high school movies. Mm-hmm. Like with uh, boyfriends and like losing your virginity and, uh, you know, want to be with the in group. But it did it in a way that was more realistic and a little more, uh, a little more depth to it than the regular like teenage movies. Mm-hmm. And see, I totally disagree. You think it's all the same? You think that, uh, like, it, it was just going over the same old tired things? Kind of. I think there are other movies that do this high school coming of age story a lot better. I think, like, like, like Edge of Seventeen. Like, yeah, I think, that, I think that was a lot better. I think that had a little more of a uh, a clear message, or at least the story was a little bit more focused rather than being jumping all over the place. Yeah. 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 And I, I, like I, when I was watching when I was watching it last night, um, my thoughts went to almost like a Juno type of movie where everyone mm-hmm. is just a little too witty. Yeah, I think the sense the sense of humor in that movie was not uh, was not like as direct or straightforward. There were some really funny scenes in it that was like, oh yeah. man, that's really funny, there but were... it wasn't like laugh out loud funny. No. Yeah. What were the funny scenes? I'm drawing you didn't a blank. think there were any funny scenes? I'm just I uh, I remember like maybe chuckling. I I don't I I yeah I don't know what were the funny scenes jog my memory. Oh God, Chris! <laughs> you have to make me remember. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some specific lines. Nothing's really coming to mind. Yeah, see that's the thing. Like it, yeah. it, I knew there were some funny scenes in it, but there was nothing that was like uh, memorable, I guess, because I can't remember anything. Yeah, nothing that memorable. But yeah, you don't you don't remember like laughing or like thinking like oh no, I guess that's... like I said I remember like maybe chuckling but I I wouldn't say like I was like dude this is a comedy I, I wouldn't say that actually one scene I do remember I liked when they were eating the communion wafers and then the girl comes in and says you're not supposed to eat those and they said they're not consecrated <laughs> yeah that made me laugh for some reason yeah yeah I, that's true I did like that yeah that's, that's a good scene um the the um, I guess there there are two characters that I felt like I, I didn't understand w- what their place was. I feel like there was more to their story that was just cut out. And you mentioned one was that priest, the guy who was crying yeah. and then met with the mother. Oh, that was I a funny like... scene. When he was crying, but, <laughs> everybody was looking at. Yeah, him. I was freaking cracking up during that. Nick, Nick, you got to get closer to your phone, man. All right, sorry. Yeah, no, I was cracking up during that scene. Huh? Yeah, I didn't laugh at all. I oh. thought it was super funny. Then it was super sad. I laughed. I laughed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was confused during that scene. Yeah, uh, you're not sure if it's supposed to be funny or like if he's actually crying for real, and then you find out his his daughter and his wife died or something. Yeah, his daughter. Find out he's depressed too. Yeah. 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 Because his but, daughter and wife died. But um, but then it just kind of ended with that character after that, right? I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't remember. 
No, yeah. no, no other scenes with him after that. So I feel like maybe he was supposed to show like another side of the relationship between a daughter and a parent. And, and he was just kind of cut out. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I really don't know. And then the, the other thing is, is with that math teacher, I thought he was acting very strange towards Lady Bird's friend. And I was expecting something to come out of that. Hmm. Really? You thought that he was he was going to, like, try and uh, have some uh, dirty, gross sex with yeah. her? Or just do something, yeah. And, I, yeah, yeah. And again, I feel like there's a piece that, that was cut out that would have led to her crying on prom night because that also yeah. just seemed. Kind what are you of... talking? I thought that no, no, no. I thought that made perfect sense. What did that she was crying? She was crying alone on prom night. Exactly, she was crying alone on prom night. She had already bought the dress months ago. No one asked her out. Her best friend just freaking left her for another friend group. And she's, she said, like, some people weren't made happy. Yeah. So she's obviously dealing with some depression. So, yeah, it makes sense that she was crying. I don't yeah, think no, no, no. Big mystery yeah, I, I don't think she was raped by a teacher or anything. Well, and I wouldn't I wasn't even going to go that far. Um, but, yeah, I do think you're right. In some, in some ways, that makes sense. But I also don't really like that message that's saying – I mean, and again, I understand maybe that's that's probably realistically what would happen, but I don't know. It'd also be nice to see this kind of un unpopular, overweight girl just be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna go to prom. You know, I have a dress. I don't need anybody. This is for me. Like that. That would have been a little bit more uplifting and and a better message. But but you're right. I can understand why they would have her alone crying on prom night. Right. You can always put that in your movie, Chris. Yes, I I did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I agree. I think all the pieces were there for that math teacher for something else to be happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the and with the math teacher and the priest and uh, the the father and even the friend at the very end, the friend like they just kind of left it cliffhanger. You know, you know, there was no like big goodbye between them or anything like that. Mm. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it seems like a pretty important piece of the story is their best friend. But then at the very end, they don't really talk talk about uh, Lady Bird leaving her best friend in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe she left yeah. before her friend got back. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot. The friend but left. yeah, even then, though, it seems like, you know, even if that friend was going to go off for the summer, they still would have said bye. You know, well, maybe right. maybe, um, that's, maybe that's part of the point of the movie is that you don't always get to say goodbye to people. Yeah, maybe there's I don't know uh, things that go unclosed. Yeah, or maybe um, it's just the fact that it's a shitty written movie. It's <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that. Um, I mean, it certainly wasn't a perfect movie. That's for sure. Um, what movie is but it, besides Arrival? Uh, you know, I don't know. I've yet to see a perfect movie. Dumb and Dumber. That's funny. It's a good one. Um, shoot, yeah. 
What'd you think of Sacramento? I've never uh, been to Sacramento, so I really don't know. Yeah, I think that that was um, that actually was a theme that resonated with me. The this idea that um, you know is is a geographical and physical change necessary to kind of adopt this new mindset of finding excitement and adventure and learning or can you actually do all these things without um, moving somewhere well what do you think Chris you seem perfectly poised to answer the question well I think this movie is saying yes a physical change is necessary or a geographical change is necessary um, at least just to figure out what how to adopt that mindset or what that mindset should be Mm. And does that does that opinion resonate with you? Uh, yes, yes, that's yes. Or, or you know, at least at least asking that question is one that I've asked myself. And so that that was a part of the movie that I was like, hey, this this is interesting because uh, honestly, it reminded me of Orange County, the movie Orange County. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. She's like trying to leave this place, but at the end, it's also like it's a part of who she is. And so, should she be trying to run away from this or? Yeah. Right. Yeah, she says at the very end there when she got a driver's license, she was she called her mom up and said, Do you ever get emotional about driving through Sacramento? You you uh all the familiar curves and turns and old shops on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was but I don't know what that was all about. But I do remember that. Well, I think kinda like what Chris was just saying, maybe it's maybe they're just trying to address the fact that maybe there's room for other opinions and this idea that you have to be somewhere else to have a different experience isn't always true. Sometimes you just need to shift your mindset and your old experience becomes a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I do have to say, I thought, I thought, I thought that scene was very good when she's on the phone and then it cuts to her driving. But then when it started cutting between her her driving, Ladybird driving, and then her mom driving, because those scenes were taken from the beginning of the movie. I just thought I thought that got too heavy-handed. I didn't think they needed to have that that switch between Ladybird driving and her mom driving. I wish they just kept it at Ladybird. Why not? Because then then it's like it, at least for me, it was very clear that like you know in a sense it's coming full circle, right? Because that's kind of that was part of the opening of the movie was her mom driving through Sacramento and seeing all these spots and then at the end right it's Ladybird getting her driver's license and driving through those same spots so I, I and then that right there should have been a connection strong enough but then I felt like the director was was a little bit too heavy-handed in trying to get the audience to to realize that by by splicing in you know, shots of her mom driving in those same spots See, I didn't even realize those scene, that scene with her mom driving through Sacramento was at the beginning of the movie. I didn't even make that connection. So I'm sure that they put that in there for people like me who aren't, aren't really like that with it or don't really pay attention. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're right. I think that – I mean it was a reminder to the audience that that happened. But, but yeah. I think – you know, that's a movie you could watch a second time and then have that click and have it mean like that much more. But um, are you going to watch it a that, second time? Uh, no, probably not. Maybe in like five years, but yeah. no. Yeah. 
the thing I thought it did really well was I'm a 26-year-old man, but I had a, I thought that there was a, a good depiction of what it might be like for a 17-year-old girl to go through high school. I thought that it was good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, I Yeah, I agree with that. And that's what made this movie so good. Was it, I mean, yeah, it felt real. Like, and I like how, like, uh, you know, she, like, wasn't, they didn't, like, put her in a bunch of makeup or anything or, or yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought it was, was a very good depiction of what it, what it would probably be like. Yeah, no, I, I, it's definitely not a movie geared towards me, but it made me feel like, all right, yeah, this is probably what it would be like. It made me empathize with 17-year-old high school girls. Like, I, I, I understand where you guys are coming from with that, but I think also, like, um, I think there was a lot of cliches and a lot of tropes, right, of things that we kind of expect to see in high school. I don't think it did anything new or really outside the box. Maybe it did those same ideas in a different way that didn't necessarily... Uh, appease me and my taste, which is what I'm all about. Um, and so I think that's kind of where it fell short for me, at least. Yeah. So well, I feel like I've seen this movie before. Like Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, and yeah, and there's a host a host of coming of age movies. Like what? Uh, what's that one? <laughs> um, uh, super bad. Oh, what? That was totally <laughs> no, 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 I, I agree 100% with Tim on this. It's like super I, bad? <laughs> yes, I think, I think if, if it had cut off after high school graduated, I would have said this is a, a chick flick version of super bad. That's what this movie is. Huh, interesting. What? Yeah, honestly, because super bad, you know, I was 15, 16, maybe younger when I saw it, and I was like, yes, dude, this is so funny. This is so great. I could also see uh, a young woman, probably older than 15, 16, whatever, seeing this movie and being like, oh, my God, yes, this this is so great. Yeah, I agree. What? Yeah, I, I think, think Chris has a really super... good point. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Completely different movies, but I think the they, content. They, like, it, yeah, they achieve the same. Yeah. The same I don't thing. think so. I don't think so at all. I think that. I think. Uh, oh yeah. I think that if a if a woman my age watched Superbad, they're like, they would think, oh yeah, this is what a normal uh, high school boy goes through in high school. I don't think so. Well, you're well, right. I, you're right. But not no, not necessarily the events, but like the themes in the movie, right? The themes in the movie are what trying to have sex with a, another high schooler. Then... <laughs> That's what this movie was about, too. It wasn't all about that, though. I mean, yeah, that was it, one it of a lot the themes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah. saying that the similar themes, right? This idea of a... where do I belong in the world? Who are my friends? Who are people that are going to stay by me? Um, well, that wasn't a super bad. Uh, it definitely was. It definitely yeah, it, it was. It wasn't anybody trying to like fit in with the in crowd, and they didn't. they weren't in a musical. Their dad wasn't depressed and lost his job and i mean they're different events that address and... similar themes i think there were like two similar themes oh, and overarching themes then uh okay well yeah. ladybird did deal with a lot of different stuff i think it's one of its weaknesses yeah 
Yeah, I think that's what, yeah, I, I agree. I think that would be one of its weaknesses. It, it wasn't like straightforward and direct, but then also I think they're going for a realistic, not a realistic, but um, kind of like a taste of what it, what it would be like to go through high school or last year of high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they were definitely trying to uh, do more of like an impressionistic piece. And I, I can appreciate that. I think they did just, I think it did just take on too much at times. And that's where it suffered. There are also no spaceships in it either. Yeah, if there had been more spaceships, I probably would have liked it more. Well, yeah. there was one. What? What? <laughs> no, I'm just talking. About you. <laughs> um, well, uh, what I'm curious is. Oh, yeah, go for oh, it. Oh, no, no. What do you think? What do you think the. What do you think the climax of the movie was? Probably if there was one at all. Got accepted into the university. Okay. Yeah, I think that shifted things. It focused more on uh, her and her mother after that. Because you got the feeling that the mother... And she even said this in the movie, or implied it in the movie, that she, maybe she didn't really like her daughter all that much. She loved her, but mm-hmm. you know they didn't really get along that well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they had been, if they hadn't been related, would they still have been friends or mm-hmm. uh, talked to each other? Which I don't think they would have. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Still get that feeling like her mom really did love her. She didn't necessarily agree with her on everything. She wasn't the most supportive, obviously. She said right. some pretty stuff but uh yeah i think that it was a pretty good realistic depiction of uh, a 17 year old and a mother getting along i think that uh, yeah i think that mothers can be overly critical but that doesn't mean they don't love you yeah that's true yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tim, what do you think the climax of the movie was? Um, well, I think, you know, this is a very non-traditional movie. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it doesn't necessarily follow traditional, like, structures, like three-act structures or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the climax, I think for me at least, the climax was... Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of getting two different answers when I think about it. The first one is sure. when Lucas fucking Hedges um, walks in the restaurant and says, "Hey, how about that wait list?" And he says it just like mm. that, and it annoys me because that kind of sets off the chain reaction with the mom. And then there's the scene where Ladybird is like yelling at her mom, who's doing the dishes, won't talk to her. Right. So kind of in there is my first thought. And my second thought is that dressing room scene that Nick just kind of alluded to. The dressing room scene. Yeah, where yeah. she's she's trying on the dresses, and then she says, Mom, mm. do you like me? And then Mom says, oh, I love you. But she never says that she likes her. Right. Which is obviously very right. intentional. So I think there's a little bit of an emotional climax there where maybe Lady Bird realizes that she's not going to get what she needs in the way that she's expecting. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? I think it's when the kid has a bandage over his eye. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that scene. Why do you say that? 
because it seems like that right there is like she it i think that's when things click for when she's like you know my parents have done all this much for me they've taken out a second mortgage on the house or whatever for me to go to college here and now i just woke up in a hospital from drinking too much and then you know there are these two uh people right the little kid and presumably his mom and you know it just gets the sense across that these are two very different different experiences that these people are having her in her hospital bed and then that kid on his hospital bed and I think that's when she makes that connection that, um, you know, she it, it hits home for her, why her mom was so hard on her, uh, what her family has done to actually support her, although she might not have felt that way. Um, and then I also think, I don't know, there might be some symbolism with that kid's eye being covered. Um, I'm just not sure what it is. Maybe it, it like represents like a new way of seeing things. I'm I'm not sure. I think maybe he's just Odin. Yeah. Could be. No, that's a that's a good one too. Probably also reading those letters, I imagine, could also be considered a climax. Mm. Yeah. What do you think of when she wants to go by Ladybird the entire movie, except for the very end, and then she actually mm-hmm. looks at her bracelet in the hospital, and mm-hmm. they focus on her name being Christine and not Ladybird. Mm-hmm. What do you think that was all about? I think kind of like Chris was talking about earlier when they were putting those, um, when they were splicing in those shots of her mom and her driving around. I think that was also, I thought that was a little like heavy handed because before she looks at the bracelet, she's at that party and the guy asks her what her name is. And she says, uh, and before that she says, you don't believe in God, but we call each other by, um, names our parents gave us. And, uh, it was just like this big dramatic moment where she's like, oh, what's her name going to be? What's her name going to be? And she went with Christine. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just felt like that. I don't know. I felt like that was just overdone for some reason. What did it mean? I mean, obviously it was a, you know, a signal that this character had changed and realized how important her mom actually was to her, um, which, you know, I think is a realization most people go through. But um, I don't know. For me, it felt out of place at least. You yeah, that, that's sort of big enough. One at a time. What was that, Nick? So, Tim, you're saying that the scene wasn't big enough. It should have been more emphasized. No, no, no. I'm saying it was just. I felt like it was overdone the way. I yeah. I like. I understand what they were trying to get at. I don't know if that was necessary. I feel like it would have been better if she had said Ladybird at the party. And then when she called her mom on the phone, she could have said, oh, it's me, Christine. And, like, I feel like that would have changed things. I feel like that would have been a little better. But, you know, I also don't make movies, so what do I know? That's true. You're, you're entitled to an opinion, though. That, that's um, true. Uninformed as it is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess I, for some reason, I have a hard time equating the name with... Uh, her relationship with her mom, I guess. I'm not really sure. I mean, wh- why does she call herself Ladybird in the first place? Is it because she she doesn't she feels like being called by the name her parents gave her is oppressive somehow? And no, it's I, the I, name that she gave herself, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Lady Bird is the name she gave herself. Yeah. yeah. Right. They had a scene in the movie where they talked about that, right? They said, uh, what's your given name? They said, Lady Bird yeah. is given to me by myself or something like that. So she's obviously right. trying to find her own independence. Mm-hmm. Then she realizes that, uh, you know, her parents have given her so much that, um, I don't know, something about a name. About yeah, no, no. I think, I think I, Nick I, really nailed it there. I just want to say that. Well, no, 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 no. I think, I think uh, may, maybe what's going on is that, you know, Lady Bird is how she, like you said, she creates that identity for herself, like tries to separate it. But then at the end of the movie, she realizes that, like her parents and what they've done are an influence on her identity. And there's yeah. no point in running away from that. So mm. that's kind of what Christine represents. Yeah. Yeah. They, they gave her so much that, uh, yeah, that that's, uh, her parents gave her shelter and home food, uh, money to go to college, water, that's <laughs> the water. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, I guess she just kind of realized that the name that her parents gave her was... Ah, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Babbling at this uh, point. No, I think the name is like a connection to her parents, right? And so when she tries to change her name to Ladybird, she's trying to distance herself from her parents. And then when she yeah. actually does distance herself from her parents, like physically, she wants that connection back. And this is how she does it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I don't like that. I'm actually, for those who don't know, I'm actually a master's student in psychology, so I get it. Quit jerking he... off of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and also, I don't, maybe we talked about this and I just don't remember, but um, when her, when Lady Bird is dropped off at the airport and then it's just a close-up of her mom driving for like 20 seconds or whatever, mm-hmm. I think that that right there could have that right there is also like a very key scene mm-hmm. uh, for me um, because you know she's I thought what was going to happen was because she's always talking about money or whatnot and how it's too expensive to park the car I was just like hoping hoping that she would you know quickly turn into the parking lot leave the car and then like run in and, and see her daughter um, of course that didn't happen <laughs> but maybe maybe that's not tried. a bad thing either I mean that's I think that's yeah, something but, sorry keep going no, no, no. Yeah, she tried. Yeah. But she didn't park the car. I feel like that that could have, you know. <laughs> right. She parked in a loading zone, which at this close, I mean, it was only a year after 9-11, which I can't imagine that car is going to be there when she gets back. Two years. Well, it's 2002. Well, no, it's 2003 at that point. Oh, right, right. Yeah, because she was glued. Like a year and a half, probably, because it's probably like yeah. Joe Lunder. No, it was probably like August. She's leaving at the end of the summer. Yeah, yeah so that's close. right around two years. Um, like but it... it it would have been more symbolic for her to to actually pay money just so she could go say bye to her daughter when that's clearly like such a big concern. And that kind of would have shown, hey, you know what, man, maybe maybe saying goodbye to my daughter is worth five dollars. Uh, I don't like I don't uh, I, I don't, I don't, think... I don't like that interpretation. <laughs> Why not? I don't, I don't think I, it was ever I don't think it was about the money. Yeah. I think she was just that her her daughter was not grateful and leaving her for the east coast i don't think it was about money i agree well no no no, you're right and i I agree with i mean yes i agree with that but but um certainly the finances were an element 
I mean, even in some small part. I'm not saying that 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 would have been the main focus of that scene. Absolutely not. But it it would have just been like a tiny little detail that 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 I think would I would have appreciated. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, it could have been. It's a great radio. Not on radio, are we? Oh yeah, we're live right now. So feel free to call, call in. And that right there is the end of the episode, uh, or at least part one of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening to part one. Um, part two, uh, we talk about love and a little more symbolism in the movie. Um, So if you enjoyed this first part, definitely listen to the second part. Thanks.